Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his grand circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. And yeah, I know things are a little strange and unusual in the Disney space right now, and hopefully we'll get through this and we'll return to normal or some sense of normalcy and we'll be able to start visiting the, the resorts around the world again. But in the short term, I wanted to present to you something a little bit fun and uh, talk about uh, something that's at the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, if you've ever been over to Tomorrowland, you know there's a couple of kind of kitschy things that are over there, a little off the beaten path and a little unusual. And the first one I wanted to talk about is the phone booth. It's over there by the People Mover, by the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. And the last time I checked, it wasn't working, uh, but uh, I have heard it working in the recent past. Uh, you know, maybe they'll fix it again before we go back to the parks. But there's a little phone booth there. And if you walk into the phone booth and you dial the phone a little bit, you'll hear a, a series of different calls that come in. And it's one of these things that's kind of subtle and overlooked that most people don't even see. So I wanted to play for you the audio from all of that so you can get a sense of it and uh, have a little you know, fun thinking about standing there in the Disney parks and enjoying this. I'm on the phone. Kids these days, they think the worlds revolve around them. You were saying?
representative. If you want space, Rocket Room takes the place. And do I have a space for you? It's a lovely two-bedroom skyrise in the Hoverburbs. A short commute from downtown Tomorrowland. Remember, in the Hoverburbs, real estate is always looking up. Network's Corona Borealis with your local time and weather. As always, it's going to be a great big beautiful tomorrow. And at the tone, the time will be now. notice one of the things that was discussed on there was the character Johnny Jupiter and his number one client, Sunny Eclipse. Now, who is Sunny Eclipse? Sunny Eclipse is the alien from the planet Zork who performs over at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. And you can hear his whole story during his 24-minute show, which I'm going to play for you in just a minute. But I wanted to tell you a little bit about the history of that space. So Disney had this idea to be able to bring acts, performances, and other things into the Magic Kingdom to make it compelling and interesting. They had the, uh, I think they were called the the Kids of the Kingdom or something like that, uh, that used to perform on the main stage in front of Cinderella's Castle. They had a uh, stage that they were, uh, had used on and off, kind of behind Tomorrowland where they had some things going on. And then they had a rotating stage that they'd bring around to different places where they'd have performances going on. Back behind where, uh, near where the entrance to the, uh, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid is. There used to be a stage over there they would do some shows on and so forth. But there was one stage that was an indoor stage. And this particular stage was in what used to be called, what did that restaurant used to be called? It wasn't always Cosmic Rays. It used to be the Tomorrowland Terrace, I think it was. No, that's the one that's over between Tomorrowland and uh, the Main Street. Uh, It was Tomorrowland something else. I can't remember the name of it. Wow, that's funny that I can't remember it. But anyway, in that particular location, they had created a stage there. And it's in the dining area. If you walk in from either side, it's sort of in between where the two entrances are, and it faces out toward the speedway. And the stage uh, looks back toward where you have the uh, where you're ordering your food. And it actually used to be that they'd have performances performers come and play there. And over the years, between the 70s and 80s, they had a number of different performers who would come in. And uh, there would be small acts, local bands, different things like that that would come in. And the way they would have them come onto the stage was they had a, a little lift that actually went from the stage down to the utilidor underneath. And uh, the, the band would load up on there and then come up and come into view. And then they would play and then they would just disappear back to, down below. And it was always kind of fun. I, I always found it entertaining to come in there and see a band, even if I didn't like the band. It was something kind of charming about it because it was in the cool air and you could sit there and listen to some music. And it was kind of fun. At some point, they kind of switched away from multiple bands to having this one main performer and occasionally some other bands that would come in. And this one guy would play an early version of a MIDI synthesizer. And he would uh, play uh, some different songs on there and so forth. 
And it was kind of fun. He would, you know, do some Disney variations and a few other things. It was kind of a fun little performance he'd do. Now, I can't remember his name. I've heard it said that his name was something like uh, Michael, Ice, I, uh, Michael Iceberg or something like that. Now, I can't remember if that's true or not. I can't speak to the authenticity of it. But I do know it was something like that. But anyway, he performed there for a while. But, you know, having live acts there perform uh, is always complicated. And you don't have the shows always consistently. Sometimes they're on, sometimes they're off. So Disney came up with an idea to replace the live acts in that location with an audio animatronic act that they called Sunny Eclipse. So they came up with this concept of an alien that would come and be there and would actually do uh, different uh, different performances. It was the same performance over, over time, but he could do it many times during the day. It's a 25, 24 minute repeating show that they would just play over and over again. So that's what they decided to do. And it's kind of cute and kitschy. And again, I don't love this particular performance, but I think it's very cute. Now my own personal story, when I was working at the resort, it, I left there in like 1992, uh, excuse me, I guess it was 93 when I left, and this actually opened at the end of 94, so I was already gone by the time they opened it. So I didn't go back into that particular restaurant in Cosmic Grays there until about 1999, it was maybe it was about 2000 when I went in there, 2001, something like that. And uh, I went in, and here's Cosmic Ray performing up on the stage. And it felt familiar to me like I had seen it before. Now, maybe I had heard the audio somewhere. Maybe I had actually seen a video someone had taken of it. I can't remember. But I hadn't actually seen it. And it kind of surprised me because I didn't realize that it was there. It was just one of those funny things. I was like, hey, what's that? Oh, Sunny Eclipse. That's kind of funny. And I thought the show was cute and clever. But I never really fell in love with it, but I always liked it. And I like the fact that Disney put so much thought into it that it was kind of intriguing and something different. And that it's been going on for as long as it has is kind of amazing to me. I mean, it's over, over 25 years now this show has been going on pretty much daily. Once in a while, they'll take him off stage. I believe that they, they can still lower the stage down to the, uh, uh, the Utilidor. And I believe that the stage that he's on is actually removable and they can push it out and then put a, put a band on there if they want to so they can actually have a band playing on that stage if they want to. And every once in a while, they will still do that occasionally. Um, and once in a while, they'll just put planters around him when he's offline or they're doing some repairs to him or whatever so that he's not playing. Um, so different times, different things happen. Sometimes it will just take him down to the uh, utilidor, pull him off, and then just put back the empty stage. I've, I've seen that happen a couple of times. But anyway, most of the time he's performing. Now, the performance is done by a blues artist by the name of Cal David. So if you want to go look him up, uh, his, he has a YouTube channel. He's got a bunch of songs out there. Um, he's, you know, an interesting guy. Sounds just like Sunny Eclipse, of course. Um, and he's singing these songs, these original tunes that they put in there. And it's kind of a fun little foray into it. It's a fun little thing that they do. It's very cute. Um, Cal David has said that he's never actually seen Sunny Eclipse perform. He recorded the lines and then uh, never actually went to the parks to see it. So that's kind of funny in its own strange sort of a way. Uh, a couple of years ago, he was doing an interview and he said, yeah, I've never actually seen it. But he enjoyed doing it anyway, and that's kind of the fun part about it. So there you go. That's the story of Sunny Eclipse. Now let's play the attraction audio for you so you can enjoy it and kind of sit at home and go, hey, I'm back in the Magic Kingdom having a, a Cosmic Ray Burger and hanging out and watching Sunny Eclipse. For you Earthlings just joining me, I'm Sunny Eclipse, bringing you the sunny side of entertainment from Unork City on the planet Zork. Up here with me today is the galaxy-famous, amazing Astro Organ.
but invisible vocal talent of my backup singers, The Space Angels! You know, after performing at weddings and nightclubs all over the galaxy, it's really great to be back here at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. I really love it here on Earth. It's one of my all-time favorite planets. Hello, all you things. My name is Sunny Clips. So listen to me, people. I got music at my fingertips. I perform on all the planets and some rock and roll and rocket ships. So hello, all you things. My name is Sunny Clips. Now how about this organ? This crazy outer space tone. This amazing actor organ has a crazy mind of its own. Sometimes I play the music, sometimes I play it all alone. Take it, Astro! Play, Astro, play, take it away. So our boss is the cosmic ray. Give us our play today. they have up there in the moon. Give up? Lunar ticks! <laughs> yeah, I'm on a roll now. You know, I'd still be up there performing on the moon, but I heard it was going broke. It was down to its last quarter! <laughs> but honestly, folks, I really do love your beautiful planet Earth. It's big and round and blue and green, just like my mother-in-law! <laughs> If I may be serious here for a moment, I've seen a lot of planets, but I gotta tell you, Earth, from out in space, is one of the loveliest sights I've ever seen. Now listen, while I dial up a little Vasa Supernova, and I'll tell you exactly what I mean. 
earth looks so small Floating there like a tiny blue ball But come closer and you'll see A world around you That will astound you I'm glad I found you Out in space Just to spend In the grandeur of space The earth, my friend Is the heart of the place And the reason this is so Is something earthlings always show That love's a standard
Thank you. And thank you, girls. Hey, how about those space angels? Anybody out there celebrating a birthday today? Well, happy birthday to you. Any honeymooners in the audience? Hey, congratulations, you two. Now, listen to Sonny when I tell you I never knew the true meaning of happiness until I got married. But then it was too late. Well, it's high time I told you a little something about myself. When I was just a little Zorky, I wanted nothing more than to get into intergalactic showbiz. Lucky for me, I was raised in the entertainment capital of my planet, Zork, Unork City. Unork is my hometown. Unork is upside down, and every single part of it is underground. Cause up above the surface, there's nothing around. You know what's worse than raining cats and dogs? Hailing taxi tabs. Everybody's a comedian in this town. Now where you going, Mac? I ain't got all day. Hey, take me down to Uptown. I want to see that big green lady out there in the harbor. My mom! Hey, watch out for that! Waste substation. Look, there's Ab parking you. Hey, 
Yes, sir. Unark City up there on my planet Zork. That's where I got this amazing astro organ. Picked it up at a pawn shop. Got it for a song. But hey, I love being here in Cosmic Gray's beautiful Starlight Lounge. In fact, I wrote a little song about the menu. So without further ado, here's some musical food you can taste with your ears. Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe is a super galaxy franchise. The menu is from outer space, including the fries. Starlight soup and salad, and his blast off burgers too. And ice cream from the Milky Milky Way. Arrival tips from rocket ships, especially for you. Starlight soup and salad, and some cosmic chicken meat. Light is away, old Cosmic Ray Sends him to his restaurant for a place to eat What a treat! One day I said to Cosmic Ray My pay is really slightly pallid I'd like to get a Cosmic Ray today But instead he gave me soup and salad Stop, stop, soup, 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 pop Soup, salad, do. Salad. That's the only thing that Ray don't lack. So go up to the counter and place your order. Then pick it up and turn around and bring it right back. Up is soup, soup, salad, So place your order, pick it up and bring it right back. I'll be waiting for you. Thank you, thank you. You're too kind. Hey, Cosmic Ray, if you're out there, I was only kidding about the Rays, man. Actually, folks, Ray pays me weekly. Very weekly. <laughs> and speaking of money, you know, romance is the same in every galaxy, on every planet you go. Boy creature meets girl creature, stars in their eyes. Well, you know the story. I'd like to dedicate this next number to my girl. Uh, she has the most beautiful purple eyes. All six of them. She has almost perfect eyesight, too. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 19. That's not all. She has 12 nostrils. I'll tell you, that girl really blows me away. So I wrote this song especially with her in mind. With your kind permission, I'd like to sing it for you now. It goes something like this. Oh, bright little star, though I'm light years away from you now, I can't help but to feel that somehow we're both wishing on you. I imagine your light in her eyes as she gazes up into the skies. At this moment does she realize you are in my eyes too. Somewhere out in space there may be A nice planet for two Where someday we'll be All alone in our own galaxy Dancing under a star canopy And our favorite is you Someday somewhere I will find a girl 
Watch and keep her till we meet again In the glow of a love without end Shining brightly like you do And every night As we gaze at your loving starlight We will know that when wishes are right They will always come true Thank you very much. How about those space angels? Weren't they just beautiful? Well, hey, my name is Sunny Eclipse. Hope you're having a good time. Hold on to your seats, folks, because we're going to crank it up. Here we go now. When the Big Bang was done and the fall had begun, there were nice busy planets going around that old sun. And comets and asteroids and meteors too. It's called the solar system and before and through. I'll tell you about the planets, cause they're not all the same. I've been to every one of them and I know their names. Jesus, Jupiter, Saturn, Mars. They're far away, but still they're closer than all the stars. Pluto's first and from the sun and Mercury's first. The sun's in the middle, it's a fiery ball. A million miles across, so it's the biggest of all. Planetary boogie. It's a planetary boogie. Planetary boogie. It's a planetary boogie. 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 The sun has got a ring that wraps around the whole thing. The night is red, Uranus is green. The Venus is the brightest thing that I've ever seen. Jupiter and Earth are both a beautiful blue. The left is standing back and the rest of the crew. Planetary boogie. It's the planetary boogie. Planetary boogie. It's the planetary boogie. I love them crazy pants. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hey, speaking of planets, Donald Duck and Goofy were in here a few minutes ago looking for Pluto. Man, are they a few million miles off, or what? <laughs> Did you know that a comet is a star with a tail? Come to think of it, Mickey Mouse is a star with a tail, too. Small world, huh? I start playing that tune. We use that on my planet Zork to break the enemy. Hey, but really, compared to your son, you guys really do have a small world. I mean, your son is 109 times the diameter of Earth. How can something that big disappear at night? I stayed up all night last night trying to figure it out. And you know what? It finally dawned on me.
And there you go. That is my show for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then, gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading, one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. 